0: Alright, so welcome to another episode of the Indigo Rising Podcast. My name is Luke Segreto. Today I'm so excited to sit down with Darren Silver Murdoch and Kirk Murdoch. Thank you guys so much for joining me today.
1: Oh, thank Hello. you so much. Hi. What a joy this is. I'm so, excited, <laughs> yeah. I'm so excited to talk to you guys. So you guys are
0: both, you guys do transformational breath work and just, I haven't actually been able to go to go to one yet. So I'm mm-hmm. so excited just for, for me and for the audience to just tell me a little bit what that's all about.
1: Yeah, well, we discovered it actually a few years ago in Costa Rica okay. and we both had a session where we were sitting up and Kirk had a wow experience I'll let him describe his experience first for me I practiced it for six months uh, getting up very early in the morning uh, you know going at it like gusto because that's my personality I believe or I used to believe that everything worth having has to be hard to obtain and the breath taught me otherwise. But mm. um, it was Kirk's experience first, I think, that really catapulted us into this. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. I,
2: I looked at her and said, "What was that?" <laughs> 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 we went into a we went into a classroom style with 20 people or so, a few rows of chairs, and we just sat with comfortable pillows and a blanket, mm. and our wonderful facilitator uh, started telling us how to breathe, and in half an hour. I was blubbering tears like I never have in my life. I think never, ever. <laughs> and, you know, I was like, what's going on? <laughs> so she continued to help me to breathe in this in this particular way. And 10 minutes later, I was laughing hysterically. Now, <laughs> this is first time. First time. <laughs> so after the session, I look at Darren and I go... Mm-hmm what was that? And there was a gentleman to my right, I said, I'm sorry if I interrupted your session because I thought it was going to be more like a meditation type thing, you know, where everyone's quiet. And he looked at me and said, what? I didn't hear anything. <laughs> <laughs> he was in his own, he was in his own <laughs> space, his own time. So it was like that. And, you know, that really sparked our interest, just, you know, one time having such a, mm-hmm. having such a wonderful experience, you know, and we, uh, we looked into it a little more and, now we do it full time. It's our it's our love. Uh, it, it really is.
0: That's amazing. So you guys, obviously, you guys teach you teach the courses. And the workshops together,
1: right? Uh, yeah, we yes. do. Um, my background, though, uh, I'm an LCSW, a therapist. Okay. Um, but I never really aligned with uh, the psychodynamic approach. Okay. I really love embodiment practices, um, helping people to get out of their heads and into their heart, into their body, mainly because I spent so much time in my head. And even though um, the universe kept guiding me towards practices like, yoga and things that really drew me down into my body this particular type of breath work transformational breath helped me to actually experience uh, a higher level of consciousness like my innate joy a kind of um intuiting delight which is actually the name of our company intuiting delight uh to to really see and experience and perceive who we really are, to remember that, to remember we're whole. And unless somebody, I believe personally, unless you have that own your own visceral experience, it's just a concept. It's just in the head. And in order to own it and claim it, then the breath work will help you experience that. And the thing that I love about it is that once you get into a practice, you can do it on your own. I mean, very often if I'm having something or I'm going through, um, an experience where, i um, um, I feel quote stuck, I, we have a studio in the house and I'll go in there and I'll put the playlist on and I'll set my intention and I'll say my invocations and I will get messages and clarity and the sensation and the experience of it all being dissipated. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's magical and it's miraculous. And for somebody who really has a strong left brain and really desires um, and is actively choosing to have a coherence between the left and the right, this brings that. Mm. So we have to exist in this world. We're human beings, (laughs) but we also want to bring the ethereal into the Mm. physical. So for me, it's, it's a, literally a godsend. <laughs> I can't wait to
0: can't wait to try this <laughs> because that that's what what you're speaking uh-huh. to and your experience is is very similar to my experience because mm-hmm. I've been very I need to figure it out and I need all the mm-hmm. answers and even I find for me lately that it's been it's, it's such a funny situation where when I'm in that moment and I'm experienced the moment experiencing the moment that I've been waiting to experience that I I find that my mind tends to take me out of it be like is this really happening is this really like what's 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 going on.
1: I I could tell you so many stories of connections with the divine, sign after sign, after message after sign, and I could still be kind of demanding, like, all right, yeah, you can do that, show me what else you can do, right? Which is really kind of how I treat myself, right? How we speak to the divine is how we're... Really, we're just reflecting to ourselves how we treat ourselves. Well, with Af- I, and I'm still a little like that. I have to admit, <laughs> I want proof, but I am softening, and I have so much more patience with myself. And, um, and 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 I have to say, I I get addicted to patience w- with me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's key, yeah, right? Really <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the um. Oh, where was I going? Um, Oh, it flew out of my head. (laughs) That's fine. Um, More patience.
0: Amazing. That's amazing. I'm I'm curious just...
1: Oh, I know what it was. Sure. When we have a breath session, right? And I never know what's going to happen. We're inviting spirit or the divine or the I am presence in. And we're really just creating the space, a safe space. And then when you can feel and witness a shift... Um, in somebody's body with something that 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 uh, they move some energy and you know it you just know it from your head to toe and you know that you really didn't do it that there was something (laughs) outside of you that that's just completely that just reaffirms for me and I I keep coming back for more of that that
0: that's something that has been showing itself to me a lot lately that 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 the the ego wants to believe that it's doing all of these things that it's going to be the one to actually calm your mind like the ego thinks the ego (laughs) is going to get rid of the ego which is just a funny feedback loop that i feel like a lot of people stay in for i mean i'm 30 i've been (laughs) been in it for quite some time now and it it, i feel like a lot of people get stuck in that feedback loop and i Mm -hmm. think that part of what I'm trying to share through this podcast is that there's so many modalities to help you just mm-hmm. have that second. Cause I feel like it only takes a second. Mm-hmm. It just takes a moment can be a second or it can be 10 minutes or it can be that one moment where you just, right. Yeah. You just, you have the breath and the break from it that you can actually, once you have that connection, it's like that nothing else, nothing else is really important or matters. And that fulfillment that you have inside no one can take that away from you right? and I feel like that's that's been my experience anyway with mm-hmm. with having any type any experience like that and I'm very I'm very I'm curious to hear just some more some maybe Kirk, just some of your experiences with how it's changed your life and how mm. some some things you've seen change
2: there's there's something about what you said the ego mm. so what we do is we start breathing in a, in a full diaphragmatic connected breath and it's it's work because people aren't <laughs> used to breathing that way. It's it's work. It is, and you know, with older people we're much more gentle. With with kids we're much more gentle, and there comes a time during the breath session where it just changes. Mm. It's no longer work. The body takes over, so you're concentrating on your body. You're concentrating on your breath, breathing this particular way, and it's 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 nine tenths of the way to meditation. Because you're still thinking, but you're thinking only about your body. Mm. And all of a sudden, you're not. Gotcha. You're not thinking, and the body takes over. We call that activation, where the body just takes over, and it breathes in that way. And this this feeling comes. It's all about feeling. From then then on, it's all about feeling. And this feeling comes, what most people say is an overwhelming sense of gratitude, Mm. just to be able to breathe. Yeah. and I find myself sometimes I do, I'll do private sessions, you know, for myself, you know, self sessions at home and I'll be like, and it, and just the, the gratitude for the breath itself it fills me, mm-hmm. you know, and sometimes I fall asleep <laughs> and sometimes it's just so relaxing yeah. that if the music's not loud enough, I it's that too. And,
0: and if that, and I guess if that needs to happen too, something that just came to me while you're saying that is that, I think the ego forgets that the body has an intelligence and that the body has it under control. Mm -hmm. Because we think if I don't continue to think everything all the time, that I'm just, it's just going to turn off. (laughs) If I don't overthink myself into that feedback loop, that I'm not going to be still here. Right. Right. that fear that I'm not, if I don't, What's going to happen if I stop? <laughs> well,
1: you know, I, I, I think of it as the breath is actually the connector site between our physicality and the mm. ethereal realm. Mm-hmm. And that there is something that rides on the wave of our breath, some kind of energy, prana, chi, life force that keeps the cells of our body communicating and collaborating and co-creating. And having conversations with one another. Because, you know, I often think if someone were deceased and we were to just pump them full of oxygen, would they come back to life, right? Because <laughs> I, I, this is my left brain, right? I have to, I need facts. And that's not the case. So there is something, some je ne sais quoi, that rides on that wave that fills us up. And so very often in the beginning, for beginners, we really want to bring the breath all the way down so that they're embodying all of their abundance all of their bliss all of their joy i mean it really exists within them but this um we all know that we are more than our physicality so we expand out and so we're bringing the breath into our own little electromagnetic field and expanding on the inside what already exists so it's kind of like lighting ourselves up you know it's
0: interesting because the breath is such an interesting peace that we forget about mm-hmm. that we can't live without <laughs> that the breath is such a it's such a part of our life that you breathe yes continuously all day long and it's something that i think a lot of us have never you don't even question well, you just take it for granted yeah. right? it's true <laughs> it's because
1: more, yeah. w- we can live without food for about 30 days and we can live without water for a few days but our breath is only a Couple few minutes. moments <laughs> yet yet people hold their breath all their time all the time yeah Right, it's just a flight, fight, or freeze mechanism that has us. Yeah,
2: tight. We develop that over our lifetimes. We we suppress our breathing, <gasps> scared, <gasps> you know, surprised, <gasps> and some people go, you know, and this this stays with us, doing it time after time after time, year after year after year. We developed these patterns of breathing, and what the, what our breath work is attempting to do is bring us back to our natural breathing pattern. Like you see a baby breathing, they're laying on their back. And uh, the, uh, their belly's going in and out, nice and calm and gentle. They only had one trauma so far, the birth trauma. <laughs> <laughs> so the breathing's still pretty good. And um, so as, as we introduce our type of breathing, it's the only, it's the only, one of the only body functions that we actually have control over. Mm. So we say, OK, breathe this way. And we, we breathe that way. And as I was mentioning with the activation, the body remembers, oh. Yeah, a mm. full diaphragmatic breath. And it does clear some of these restrictive breathing patterns that we've attached huh. ourselves to over the years.
0: That's interesting. I never thought about that, that that's one of the only bodily functions that we actually <laughs> that we can actively, easily yes. take mm-hmm. control over. Because, I mean, it's obviously, when, when you talk about how you're beating your heart and you're digesting your food, like, we are doing those things. Yes. But <laughs> consciously, we're not really aware. It, it's just happening. Like you said, the body has its own innate intelligence that is doing those things. I I
1: like to think of it as our body is our unconscious mind. Mm -hmm. It knows things before it comes into our Mm -hmm. conscious awareness. So that if uh, very often during breast sessions, people will have different experiences, they'll have different emotions and sensations that are coming through, and they may label some of them as euphoric and beautiful, and they might label other things as uh, uncomfortable But that's the the mind creating the story or the label around it. And what the breath does is, since it's activating the parasympathetic nervous system, it's coupling whatever might be surfacing from our subconscious, right? Because 95% of our choices are made in our Mm -hmm. subconscious. So all of those suppressed and repressed memories and uh, traumas, small t and large t, they start to come up in our conscious awareness and then we can make a choice and when you are coupling something comforting with something that might be um, stressful or tense then you're giving a new pathway you're creating new neural pathways but a new experience that oh I don't have to be afraid of this sensation anymore I don't have to be fearful of this I can be with this more and more and that's what it's done and continues to do for me with regard to anxiety because it's not like I've arrived or anything it's a, co- it's a practice yeah that's know? interesting
0: because yeah. when you are in an anxious place or a scared place or like the fight or flight when, when that sympathetic nervous system is kicked on mm-hmm. it's interesting that the breathing is the one piece that that's how you kind of measure mm-hmm. right when your breaths are short and shallow that that, that that's a a symptom of when your nervous system is doing that so if you're a because a lot of times i think when you're in that place mm-hmm. that people do it's, you're so concentrated on all the external things or what's going on in your mind that you forget that the breath is the piece that you have the control over that yes. that, that can override the mind and override all these other pieces that are yes. trying to take your attention away from the breath right it right. can
2: and in our particular type of breath work we emphasize the relaxed exhale mm-hmm. you Ever watch anybody I'm sure in your business, when they get a little nervous in front of the camera, they go, (laughs) (laughs) and that relaxed exhale is very calming. It's very calming. So um, in the way we we facilitate, we constantly try to relax Mm. that exhale, relax that exhale. And people get into a state of bliss.
0: Yeah, we're gonna move over for a second. This is all uh, the sun's yeah. coming in the way here, so. Cork <laughs> has so
1: Kirk has so much light; he attracts the sun. You know, uh, his touch is just like light as a feather. <laughs> you can check that.
0: Awesome! No, that th- this is there's already a lot of things clicking for me. Um,
1: well, we're excited for you to come and experience it. Yeah, no, you know, I'm I'm, I'm excited
0: to to check it out because it, it's. You're, you're appealing to a lot of my left brain uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> rationality mm-hmm. right now. There's a that's lot of that. science behind yeah, it. Yeah, no, for sure. Because I think that that's, the breath is such an interesting piece because during meditation, I'm very aware of my breath. But it's like the second I stop, it's uh-huh. like, I don't have to worry about the breath anymore. <laughs> it's an interesting mm-hmm. piece, right?
1: But that's the thing. When you do this practice, okay. right, your body de- develops a memory. Okay. okay just like anything else like if you're a little child and somebody yells at you right and and you blink your eyes you might actually develop a very slight twitch so that any time the rest of your life somebody yells at you in a certain way that twitch because mm. that's a, a physical memory that you have in your right shoulder from that you know it's almost like an energetic dagger that came at you the breath can do the same thing so you're doing these practice mm. sessions and then we encourage people to do self sessions, five minutes, 10 minutes initially, and then it can build. And then when you have a situation where it's triggering you a little bit, you start with three breaths, people start to remember Mm. to breathe, and then it's activating that euphoric state that they felt when they were in the breath session because your body holds that memory isn't that's that awesome. cool <laughs> that's,
0: that's amazing yeah that's yeah. basically training your body yeah to I, I, breathe it, correctly there's something that i've talked about i forget which episode but i was talking about how it's so interesting how we actually we don't realize that we're practicing like bad techniques a lot mm-hmm. of the time right that, that by every time something happens when you react the same way mm-hmm. that you are practicing that but you can also choose to practice something different <laughs> it may yeah. take it, it obviously can t- you, you have to want to do it <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but at the same time that all these things can be retrained because I found that a lot, a lot of times we can get very, the mind can get very down on itself about, yes. like, oh, it's just nothing I can do about it, right? It's just, that's the way I breathe. I get anxious and there's nothing, n- nothing can be done. But I'm, I'm just curious, just, just Just. some of the mm-hmm. things that you've seen and just some of the changes you've seen in people that, because I'm sure you've had many, seen a lot mm-hmm. of things over the over the years doing this work.
1: You know, I, I'm going to steal Kirk's thunder for a moment <laughs> sure. because he has a great, Um, statement where he says be mindful of what you're telling yourself because you're always listening Mm. right so Mm. being mindful of the words that that. you (laughs) say yeah it's really uh, great but but getting back to your question um, we uh, there was a woman that came and she had migraines debilitating migraines to the point where she was purging and couldn't go to work Mm. And she came and had two sessions with Kirk and practiced it, and the migraines went away. That's pretty miraculous. (laughs) It's not always like that with everyone, but that's pretty awesome. Um,
2: That's something conventional medicine just can't do. Yeah. You know, our bodies... They innately know how to heal themselves, you know I know how to heal myself if I only give myself a chance yeah you know
0: and I think that 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 's an interesting piece as well that i'm It just keeps showing itself to me as well because I, I it's like i i i 'm aware of, of that concept and have been for my, my dad's a chiropractor, and I grew up with alternative everything and yeah. just that that concept that the 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 power that made the body knows how to heal the body that that yeah. that innate intelligence that is in your body knows how to heal it. Heal itself mm-hmm. on its own. However, the ego still thinks that the ego is the one <laughs> that's doing the healing and mm-hmm. I noticed that the more I can just get the ego out of the way that that it just comes through. That yeah. that 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 it's not anything that you have to do. Like the healing yeah. part, we think that we're the ones that have to do the healing. Like you just have to get out of the way, yes. right? And let the healing yes. happen. I think that yes. that's that's where the brain I, I at least my my brain tends yeah. to get stuck. It's like, well, where do I fix it? How do I heal it? What do I yeah. it's just that These practices yeah
1: that that's a tricky one for somebody like me because then I can go to well it's my job to get the ego out of the way Mm. so (laughs) this is a really good practice for me because it just gives me a focus and we also know what you focus on expands so there's no destination point right and and that's the beauty when that's what it's teaching me is whatever I'm experiencing right here right now is okay and perfect just the way it is and I can explore it and look at it and be curious about it and be fascinated and wonder about it like a two year old looking at a blade of grass for the first time and it gives me that space and that time and the patience and it it, it helps me like uh, like there's this it's gives me the opportunity like there's some kind of angel or something that i'm looking through its eyes Mm. at me does that make sense yeah (laughs) and from that place i can be softer with myself Mm. and then it's about integrating that and practicing that well Remembering that, yeah, rem- because the remembering, it, yeah, because when I remember that, there really isn't a practice.
0: Yeah, there's. Um, yeah, I heard uh, Matt Kahn say something recently that the ego is all about beginnings and endings, and and the way that we tend to think about things and rationalize things yeah. that it's always like, all right, how do I get to the end? And that's specifically me too. Just how do I get to the end? How do I, how do I win? Right? How do I finish this? How do In I the get race. there? How do I get to the place that is not here? Yeah. Right? That, yeah. Like, that's yeah. helping us just be here because there's nowhere but here <laughs> right if we're here right now yeah over there doesn't really matter right it, it does right? <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I i did you want to say something I,
2: i've had experiences like it helps us also to get to know ourselves better increases our awareness first of ourselves and of each if so if you're more aware of yourself you're more aware of everything because yeah. <laughs> we're all basically the same yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and of spirit yeah. So, for instance, um, uh, I can t- tell a short story? Sure. So, in my past, I grew up um, single mom. Dad left early, early on. And I came home one day at the age of 13. We lived right across the street from the school, so we'd come home for lunch. And I found my mom on the floor. Blue. She had been home from work with a broken arm. She was laying in my brother and I's bedroom. And she... Uh, she was in her nightgown, blue as can be, and I i couldn't save her, you know. I said, God, you know, pray to God, to whatever. I didn't know what to do, and I couldn't save her. So, you know, these kind of things, it's trauma, for especially for a 13-year-old. And that little guy just was panicked, didn't know what to do. Actually, so so what happened was this is only my second breathwork session i became aware of this and as my awareness rose i i got more in touch with what that situation really was i had been carrying this guilt my whole life and i didn't know it and the guilt you know kind of controlled my life controlled my life as you know in in specific ways um, in, in me stepping forward uh, w- with fear and guilt. Mm-hmm. So what the breathwork helped me to do was to see that from another side. Mm-hmm. To see, instead of, yeah. first of all, I came up with the idea that I never did anything wrong, ever, in my <laughs> whole life. Anything, nothing wrong, ever. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's cool. <laughs> you know, and And I also came to believe that I came to see, through the increased awareness, that the other side of that little boy, the 13-year-old who didn't panic, didn't cry hysterically, ran downstairs, called 911, comforted his little brother, kept him downstairs away from the scene, talked to the police, got there, did everything that he could. That little hero, little boy, I got to see Mm -hmm. that. And that's, that's the whole me. So I get to know myself a lot more instead of just the part that was guilty and didn't try and then wasn't able to save his mom i get to see that brave little guy too i get to see the whole me and once you see the 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 whole of yourself it's so much easier to see the whole of other people you know
1: oh i love that's that that's amazing Is that, beautiful?
0: <laughs> that that that's incredibly powerful that
2: and this, uh, this kind think, of thing happens all the time. No, People I know, tell these that, that's, stories
0: all the time. That, that's, that's, I think, that just...
2: I'm going to scooch over a little yeah.
0: more. <laughs> we're we're outrunning the sun here. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that just, I think that applies to every situation that everyone, that wow. anyone's been there. We can, we can, you can move his mic real quick. Okay. Do a little quick move here. But just, that's uh, just so powerful because every situation is that way every single situation in life i can't think of any situation that doesn't apply that we're always putting i mean that's it's not a problem with the ego that it it creates judgment it, it just it has to rationalize it has to create some understanding of something it's just the way that we're i feel like the way that a lot of us were taught to think or learned how to think that we tend to just be very hard on ourselves and i found that personally i'm i can be very very hard on myself and it's just it's very interesting that Going back to look at it, like you're saying that. No matter what situation it was, that we we do the best we can, and that everyone does the best they can based on, the tools they have at that moment. And as a 13-year-old, how how many limited resources you had to deal with a situation like that? that sure. So many of us, when we're children, seven years old, people deal with, all kinds of trauma and. The
2: guilt can last a lifetime if you don't... Yeah, 50 years <laughs> in my case. But you know, the, my my rational mind rationalized it. I didn't I didn't know CPR. I didn't know what to do. I couldn't do it. It was all up here. I told myself all the right things, but I didn't feel it. The, the breath work brings it from here to here.
1: Right. It's a shift in a felt perception. So I, I often... My parents are um, elderly now, and it's helping me to have a whole new perspective, even on um, the transition process, you know, and how each breath, you know, they talk about it in meditation, how each breath, there's a birth, and then there's a death, it's a circle, we call it death, but it's really, uh, we call the words birth and death, and we have associations and labels connected to that that birth is joyous and death is sorrowful but that's just what our mind tells us if we look at it as a loop that we're just transitioning from one thing to the next and as we go through our life if we stay pliable like little children little children will cry in one moment they'll be laughing in the next they just go with the flow then um that kind of soothes the ego it, it, it keeps the ego engaged and involved because we need it it's a good thing to have to be able to function in this world um, but the the willingness to um, continue to transition and remain flexible and pliable right then then that's um, that's like engaging what we call death Because death to us, I think, is something that's so uncertain and so unknown, and we get afraid of it, almost like we're afraid of the dark, Mm. right? But if we um, reframe what it is, use different language, Mm. and I think that's happening in the world. Mm. We're starting to use different language to describe things, to lose the old associations, and and be with all of it. Mm. You know, we have a workshop. Um, coming up um, uh, called um, embracing your breath with a big yes to life and the subliminal message underneath that is embracing all of you mm. with a big yes to life and for me this is what the breath is helping me to do embrace all of my parts that one isn't better than the other that because um, I can be a perfectionist and I like my ducks in a <laughs> row and I like everything neat and controlled and um, uh, and that gives me a sense of safety and even telling myself, you know, that that's OK. Yeah. Right. That's OK to have it like that, per- because then the ego lays down. If I say, mm-hmm. oh, no, it's yeah. not OK, <laughs> then it's going to rear its ugly head. It's, it's, it's
0: permission to live mm-hmm. and permission to feel. Yeah. Yes. And permission to embody mm-hmm. a sense of innocence is what I'm hearing <sighs> from what you're saying. That, that, that that's for me as a child, that was what. That's what it is. It's the innocence and the excitement about everything that's happening. Yes, yes. I think Alan Watts said that, I believe it's Alan Watts, (laughs) that that one of the biggest lies that's ever been told is that life could be anything but ordinary. That any moment could be anything but ordinary because every moment is so unique to you and it's so precious and important. And that Mm -hmm. when we have that sense of innocence and that sense of excitement, life just takes on a whole new perspective, right? (laughs) Because you said you have two choices. There's more than two, but I feel like when going into a situation where you have different ways of looking at things, that it's the same situation. But with that expanded awareness, now it's something Mm -hmm. that you can handle. Now it's something you can take Mm -hmm. on. It's not this big, heavy thing, that insurmountable (laughs) situation That that you're going into all the time, that it's something you can be excited about. Right? And I think that that's point, what we yeah. want. That's yeah. what everyone wants is to be excited again because we've all had those moments. Yeah. And I'm, maybe some people have, but I'm sure some pe- we've all had some moments, you know, where it's just like that moment where everything was just perfect, right? Where, every, where it, everything felt perfect. And, mm-hmm. and just that, to know that we have the freedom to give ourselves permission to feel that a lot more, <laughs> yeah. right? Right, right. But it's
2: okay to be me. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's just okay to be me yeah right. all of me and even okay. and even when
0: i because I, I, I use that i want to maybe reframe when i said like perfect but also to embrace the sadness of life and and everything that happens because i found myself and i'm sure a lot of people also that mm-hmm. that resistance to really feeling that pain or feeling that that sadness that we've really mm-hmm. repressed and really pushed down that we don't want to take a look at, but i found that it feels so liberating oh. to embrace the <laughs> to embrace that, mm-hmm. that it's funny how long i've run from it that when i finally felt it it's like this feels amazing i thought that it was gonna does. feel so bad but it actually feels it's such a relief to let it go right and to just really just because it's so much more work to not let it mm-hmm. go <laughs> oh yeah. yeah but your, your yeah. ego will, t- will tell you otherwise yeah it's and an
2: emotion's an emotion right yeah. Yeah. i mean we wouldn't second guess joy yeah <laughs> why second guess pain yeah you know yeah. It, it needs yeah. to flow yeah Yeah.
1: it's very cathartic and i can wail when it comes. <laughs> it's so i feel like a light as a feather afterwards and you know the 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 continuum or, or the repertoire of emotions that have become acceptable to me now the range is <laughs> much wider and that's really being enlivened into life feeling yeah. all of it and I have kept a lot of that at bay and I, and I imagine there's more you yeah. know because we live in a universe of more yeah. there's always expansion
0: and the, the expansion piece is so important because I think we forget that how much space these stuck things occupy in our energy field right in mm-hmm. our in our body in our in just when it's there that's yes. that's space that you're not allowing new things to come in. So you're holding on to this mm-hmm. stuff and you can't, you're not allowing new things to come into your life. Yeah. Yes, and yeah. for
1: me, um, what I have learned uh, through a lot of this work is that allowing in um, uh, more um, joyous experiences, being touched by joy, is has been more challenging. I'm making the choice to allow it in simply because... I am putting myself in a. Vol- I'm voluntarily being vulnerable, okay. because that opens me up to allow um, myself to experience more goodness, and it feels overwhelming. It can feel overwhelming to me, and so that also requires a shift in perspective. And one of the things, this is a cute little thing, is um, I get these um, a stream of consciousness messages you could say and they come in the form of words and acronyms and things like that but uh, one day you know so I'm driving and I I get a word but this one was what you were talking about before is that how extraordinary we are when I was thinking about the word uh, I really like that much more than the word special to me the word special Mm -hmm. felt a little more egoic but extraordinary was like we are all ordinary right? We are all the same, yet we each bring something extra Mm. to the composite of the whole so that no one individual is the same, nor whatever you believe in previous, your soul previously, whatever your mindset might be about that. It's always um, shifting and changing and growing and um, you know you're a different constellation of light amazing yeah and, and that yeah. that's
0: that's so powerful and that's something that has come out in a few of the other interviews that i've done that, oh, like, really? that well just the piece that like wh- who you are who you truly are like letting your just letting yourself be who you actually are is the most important thing you can do mm-hmm. and that that's that's what the world needs that mm-hmm. the what the world you being yourself is the only thing that actually helps the world. <laughs> that all of us actually letting go of this stuff, that that's what mm. we're here to do. <laughs> that, that as we let go of it, that, like we said, I said before, the permission. I thought that's the big word, right? Right? It's been the word for me, the permission to just
2: let it go. You know? <laughs> I know. And be yourself. And be yourself. Because you can't. And let others be themselves. Yeah. How can I say I love you if I'm trying to change mm, you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. And... um Uh, you know, very often I will ask for clarity, Mm. right? And when, so I'll go into a breath session, and I I might, my intention might be for clarity. And so then I'll find in the weeks to follow, I get these incredibly contrasting experiences, right? And, And I look at it, and I'm like, contrasting emotions, like deep on one end of the continuum or on the other. And I'm like, okay I get it right because then it's a choice and what happens is the need for that strong swing dissipates and instead of I don't know feeling complete and utter bliss and complete and utter rage (laughs) right it can come the pendulum can swing less wide and the subtleties come in and I'm able to discern and uh, choose and decide, oh, okay. And, uh, for somebody who likes everything very clear and delineated, that's the ego, right? Mm. <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's helpful to get used to that middle range, you know? I love that. Cause that, cause mm. I think
0: that that, that's an interesting thing that, um, I mean, I just made a movie about, <laughs> about <laughs> emotional stress and just through just the whole process of listening to all the conversations. It's just it became very apparent to me just how, how just I, I feel like unfamiliar and uncomfortable we are with our emotions. Not re- It's not really anybody's fault. It's just something that we ha- as a culture just are finally starting to deal with. I think it's just something that we've pushed down for so long. You can only hold something underwater for so long until it just comes to the surface right. and then and then, right. it, it, and then to deal with it. So I think something that I'm trying to at least spread and share is, to, is that this stuff exists, like what you guys are doing, yeah. because it's so much better to mm-hmm. do something like, do a workshop right and deal with it in a fun safe mm-hmm. environment mm-hmm. than having to wait until you get pushed to the edge and mm-hmm. then it comes out in a in some other nasty way that that right. you don't have to wait until it gets to that point right we mm-hmm. can right. take proactive steps to empower ourselves and and step into a better space that allows the world mm-hmm. to be better for ourselves and for everyone around us because i think that you're affecting yeah. obviously the people around you but the more you become okay in your own skin i found that what everyone else is doing doesn't bother you anymore because <laughs> I'm happy now. Like, I, I'm feeling fulfilled.
2: What does it matter what anybody else is doing? Huh? And don't get the wrong idea that, you know, that our workshops are all like, oh, looking at my, my dark side. You know, <laughs> they all end in bliss. For sure. Yeah. Like what I said in the beginning, like I was crying hysterically and then it felt so light that I, I just couldn't stop laughing. And
1: how about that woman uh, that came to the Himalayan salt cave? Remember her? She... she she was in her breath the whole time and i forget her exact words but it was something like this was the most profound spiritual experience i've ever had you know 50 years old really, <laughs> one yeah. hour yeah she got it yeah <laughs> A A profound amazing. spiritual so, experience. yeah it it
2: she didn't go into detail but <laughs> her face showed the picture oh, that, that's,
0: that's amazing um i know i know you have somewhere to be be soon so i want to start to wrap this up we've already gotten to some great Open a lot of perspectives for me today. <laughs> I'm so excited to experience one of these workshops. And um, yeah, just, sure I just want, want to, to. just for, for anyone watching or listening, just can, where can they find you and where can they learn, learn more about this?
1: Sure. Um, we are changing websites, but for now it's uh, Darren Silver, D A R R Y N, Silver.com. Okay. Uh, the new website, when that comes up, will be um, Presence of the Wind. Dot okay. com.
0: and I'll put links to everything in, in, in the description of this. Thank you. But, Thank you. Thank but you. Um, yeah, there's any, if there's any final things you'd like to share. I'd like to uh, invite you.
1: Yeah, just one <laughs> quick sure. thing, sure. okay? Yeah. When I was a little girl, I wondered what was the thing that kept my heart beating, right? Okay. And I asked my parents and other adults, and nobody yeah. could tell me what the answer was. So I decided to call it the energy of love. So for any of you left brainers out there, <laughs> right? There's something that's keeping your heart beating, you know, and it's real. Um, so follow your heart. Amazing. Yeah. And
0: uh, I just want to be, I just want to acknowledge the both of you for the work that you do Thank because you. it's so, I think it's so important right now. Just, uh, it's just so, you're empowering people so much and giving people the opportunity that they may never find otherwise. And creating the space for people to be able to take control of their lives is just i i just have so much gratitude for people like you doing yeah. the work that you do thank you and
1: thank you for putting it out there and letting people know about thanks it thanks for what yeah. you
0: do yeah i appreciate it yeah all right Beautiful. thank you guys so much thank all right you. until next time